Hello and welcome to another episode of Monster Dear Monster, a monster exploration podcast where we take a look at monsters from their folkloric origins to their current pop culture incarnations. Hello, listeners. Um, my airplane isn't doing well, so I'm going to land on this uh, deserted island uh, real quick. Oh, hey, look, here's a flight line mechanic. It's Cameron. How you doing, Cameron? Hey, look. Your fuel transmission line's fine. I don't know what you're talking about, but hi. Hi. Hey, yeah, I'm no, doing I'm all right. I'm doing all right. not um, hiding any dereliction of duty. Oh, a giant lizard. It's Dave. <laughs> 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 dun, dun, dun. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. God. That uh, hi, folks. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Um, yeah. I'm Matthew. Um, we are talking about, uh, as Cameron just said back in the green room, uh, one of the best films of the year um, Godzilla Minus One. Uh, this is a, uh, a beautiful film that came out this year mm. that uh really underlined so much stuff about what makes the Godzilla franchise in general a beautiful wonderful and thoughtful thing which is not mm. what you really think about when you think about a lizard destroying a small set of buildings um <laughs> uh but it it really was um mm. yeah um so we're going to kind of quickly go through the plot here very fast and then we're just going to talk about kind of where everything sits in the pantheon what our personal feelings were about it, like our, our viewings and just, mm. yeah. And if you haven't seen it yet, it's still in theaters around here in North America. I'm not sure what it's like in the rest of the world, but if you have a chance mm. to go see it, you should absolutely go see it. It's fantastic. Yeah. All right, let's get into it. Um, mm. Yeah. Um, this is uh, a film that takes place. Um, during World War Two, right? Yeah, yeah, um, right at the end, and the yeah, it's, the, it's 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 right the it's uh, forty five through forty seven, right? Yeah, yeah. chronologically, so very, very it's the earliest Godzilla film, mm-hmm. and it follows a uh, kamikaze pilot um, named Koichi, who, uh, like you know, we kind of made light of in the beginning. There does mm-hmm. uh, um, leave his post. He flies away and does not do his uh what what his country asked of him um yeah wrongly asked of him that they underline oh, that yeah. later as well um and lands on an island and uh sees like the early version of godzilla while it's still teeny tiny um, i mean teeny tiny is relative it's still bigger than any of the buildings on the island. yeah fair uh <laughs> he's t-rex sized there um yeah. but then uh um, ends up getting a lot of people killed um, because he is not brave enough to pull the trigger on a gun that probably wouldn't do anything anyway to Godzilla. Uh, hey, you never know. Um, and uh, it's the, all these mechanics that are working uh, on the planes mm. uh, for the kamikazes. And um, that haunts him, um, his inability to act. Uh, mm. Gets all these men killed. And that haunts him through the rest of the film until the very end. Um, 
because Godzilla goes and gets irradiated and then becomes an even bigger problem and mm. uh, starts uh, as Koichi is trying to live in a Tokyo that is being rebuilt. I really loved the way that they showed how destroyed because Tokyo was all wood uh, mm. in the 40s and we firebombed them like just relentlessly uh, to the point where there was nothing left um, and how Tokyo was being rebuilt and what the people needed to do to rebuild it. Uh, mm. How people felt about veterans coming home having lost a war, which is very yeah. huge. And then once well, the world... It wasn't... It's not just veterans. It's like in particular, yeah. it's particular him. It's yeah, him because but, uh, he was a lot a of these other men pilot. Yeah, and his his specific mm. job was to use his plane as right. a, a bomb into uh, uh, yep. air, uh, aircraft carriers. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. There, there is his neighbor, um, specifically, uh, says that her children are dead because he didn't do his job. Yeah, uh, which is fucking harsh to hear. Um, but yeah, later on, there is like a group of all of these veterans of this war that uh, I'll feel like they let somebody or something down. They, they, you know, they're still carrying the weight of this um, mm. and they want to do something to make it right in a way um, by defeating this new threat to Tokyo because they don't want to see what has just happened happen again happen again we, we, we just yeah. rebuilt we just rebuilt yeah you get to see the rebuilding of japan um you get to see the rebuilding of different you know sections of the country um uh how jobs are changing um mm. how uh the culture is changing who's allowed to be working and, and things like that yeah um all while they're also having to dismantle the apparatus of war. Koichi becomes a gunner mm. on a boat that takes care of uh, magnetic naval mines, which is mm. a, just a fantastic, uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> um, just ah. idea for a plot. You know, I could watch a movie mm. just about that. This is, oh, yeah. I'd love to say it, this is a fantastic film that also has Godzilla in it. Um mm. If yeah. yeah, if Godzilla didn't show up, it would still be a very good and very poignant film. Yeah, yeah, you could literally have it just be, you know, an unexploded ordnance hits Ginza at like the two thirds point. Yeah, and a big bunch of magnetic mines are going to get washed into the harbor or something for the finale, and it would still basically work. Yeah, absolutely. Just, yeah, yeah. And this man has to see this like shadow of the war that he thought he left behind, but has just been with him this entire time, come back in a very physical and real way. Mm. Um, which, of course, he is represented by a uh, lizard with heat breath. Um, <laughs> which, you know, <laughs> uh, my therapist says it's fine. But, um, <laughs> uh, you know, when your problems come back at, uh, <laughs> personified as lizards, that's, that's mm. normal, right, guys? Totally fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, there is an attack. Um, Kuichi loses uh, someone he loves um, in this mm. in this attack, um, right in front of him. That that is some pretty wild stuff. Um, in the first use of the Godzilla heat breath, which is it basically looks like a hydrogen bomb has gone off. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Right. There there there's the Man. explosion, implosion, heat wave, um, shock wave. The, yeah, the shock wave. <laughs> the shadows of people burned onto the walls. Mm. Oh, terrifying just well there's there's terrifying. lingering radiation there's radioactive mm -hmm. like ash yeah it's yeah it's bad black like you, just you being yeah, in the vicinity rain, yeah. of godzilla is you become 
that um, collateral damage. Yeah, just right. by being there, death is unavoidable. Yeah. Um, there, the, no matter what you do, no matter how well you've hidden, it will find you eventually. Um, yeah, and uh, the people of Japan, especially um, our main cast, which is a uh, uh, a uh, ship captain. Um, mm-hmm. his, uh, plucky little guy, uh, his, <laughs> his, his, his little guy, his little cabin boy who yeah. like was too young to be in the war effort and kind mm. of regrets it. And yeah. he really gets a talking to about that because you, mm. you know, yikes. Um, <laughs> a lot of movies don't really dig into particularly ones that are Japanese films, um, mm. in their right. own right is that the war itself, it was a total war where the emperor mobilized everyone in the country. Everyone, mm. man, woman, and child, are right. have to do their part to yeah. ensure that Japan dominates the co-prosperity sphere in Asia. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. And so... Everything you produced, everything you did had to be bent toward the war effort. Yeah. Yeah. And in light of that, if you missed, uh, if you weren't able to like be directly involved, you're still indirectly involved. Mm-hmm. But yeah. with like this character, he's expressing like, oh, my, I didn't get to do my duty because for, for them, um, up until the, the, um, the defeat, uh the emperor was literally like a divine figure yeah and yeah. in in his address to the nations of surrender he's like i the, one of the other conditions was he had to declare that he like was just a, a regular person yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and that just that part was like super demoralizing and this film does a little bit what they have some of the radio broadcasts like in the background mm-hmm. and yeah. the impact of that, unless you're looking at films in Japan that were made in the 1950s, they, those deal with it specifically, but like after that, not, not so much. So this yeah. does give, it's, it's giving more context to those things that like the, the original Godzilla film, like didn't really look at. Right, like it was too I don't, I don't close a, to the subject a, matter. Yeah, I don't watch a ton of films out of Japan. Like I watch a, a lot of them, but a lot of them are usually just you know fluff for sci-fi or whatever. I've never really seen a film that has dealt with their role in the Second World War in a way that this film does. Yeah, like they obviously feel guilt. This, this, the, but they obviously and and they admit that their government was wrong in this film, and that mm. sending men to their death, not valuing life, was where things went wrong. Um, uh, th- there's just a lot of like, it's not, uh, it's not like apologetic, but it's like a lot of understanding. It's being realistic, like it's looking it's being at very like, the realistic. roles that are happening, going, what was the result? Yeah. Of in a way like, that, what was like, the fallout, literally? if if a movie mm. now came out that was this critical of the United States, the blowback against it would be incredible. Um, oh, yeah. Just because of the, you know, patriotic fervor half this country is in right now. Um, that, you know, you just, you couldn't do it. But this, yeah. this is like, yeah, this is like not revisionist history. 
you know, this is like realistic, like how, mm. you know, for, for a Godzilla film, it's crazy to say, but it's like, yeah. people are like, no, we were meant to, made to do horrible things. We probably, you know, need to like take a long look at ourselves. Yeah. Um, about what we did and how we treated each other and how we can heal from this. Mm. Um, a big theme of this film is healing from you know the horrors the horrors of war so yeah like when this little like when this little cabin boy uh is like man i wish i was on the front lines i wish i was flying one of those kamikaze planes or whatever and koichi just loses his mind on him you know Mm. it makes sense it makes a lot of sense um yeah my uh my my father-in-law was in vietnam um when he was too young to be in vietnam Uh, he lied about Mm. his age to get there Not, not only that he emigrated to this country and lied about his age um to get citizenship um by by enlisting and um i i don't think (laughs) like he he definitely regretted that decision that's not something yeah he would ever ever encourage anyone ever to do ever again because it changes you in an inexorable way um and uh yeah you you look at people who yearn for that kind of thing and what is that sun tzu saying A, a true warrior yearns for peace not for war yeah mm. You know that that's the reason you fight is to have peace eventually. Um, mm. But uh, yeah, um, the rest of this crew on this boat. Um, I mean, that's it, other than Koichi, and then um, and then the doc. Um, yeah. What is his name? Uh, uh, Noda Kenji Noda. Kenji Noda. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, he uh, turns out we find out a lot more about him that he was a, a weapons developer um, for for the Japanese. Um, but right now, you know, all they do is chase down unexploded ordnance and they're cleaning up this war machine that both mm. they and the United States left everywhere. Um, you know, this has, we, we, we already dealt with this in, uh, yeah, in what, what was that film in Cambodia that we just yeah. talked about with Monsters the robots there? But yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, <laughs> that. Yeah, same deal. Um, it leaves a lot behind, uh, a lot for mm. the the next crew to come through and pick up. Um, but um, yeah, uh, they do that for a while. He has stability. He has money. Um, he has this uh girl and a child. Um, neither of which have any relation. Um, that he has kind of brought mm. into his home, and uh, they are raising this young girl together mm. um and uh she uh noriko is is her name um and uh the girl's name is akiko uh, Aki, yeah that's it um and uh as this moves on noriko gets a job in ginza um which is you know a train right away um mm. working for a, a ministry job i think is what she took um yeah. and then that is where the first like big strike uh from godzilla happens is there um Mm. and there is yeah um it's not good (laughs) no (laughs) um yeah it's again like a bomb goes off uh Mm. you know thousands dead thousands missing uh, an entire rebuilt city destroyed Um, yeah then there is sort of like because the Japanese are so hamstrung by what they were, you know, required to do after the after the war, they can't have like a standing army. They mm. can't take military offensives on anything. There's a civilian led 
uh, <laughs> operation to try to mm. get Godzilla, which is just nuts if you think about it. And they're using yeah. old uh, decommissioned equipment from the war um, and uh, newly found industries that are can provide. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, newly found industries that are now growing up in the uh, post-war period, like uh, what is mm. it, the Toyo Balloon Company? Um, yeah. Which, I love when those guys show up. It's just the little hats and <laughs> uniforms and stuff. I'm like, hell yeah, factory men. Um, mm. And um, they put together this scheme to take out Godzilla, and it's it's fantastic. Um, it's tense. Yes. It's it's a ton of fun. Um, <laughs> there are balloons. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's got everything you could ever want. Um, yeah. and then it, it the, just the plan itself. The science behind it, like the mm-hmm. the mm. Im, the practical impracticality of it, yeah, uh, yeah, is more. It's more inventive and more fun than the oxygen destroyer from the original. Godzilla. Well, yeah, yeah that, really. that's what I really liked because in the original yeah. Godzilla, Godzilla is you know the fear and the the um the concern over the atomic bomb and the solution is to make an even worse bomb. When in Godzilla minus right. one, the solution is work together as civilians using things used to improve and enrich our lives to save everyone's lives. Like mm-hmm. it really ties into the message of the film is about healing and about living for the future instead of dealing in death and destruction. Yeah, they weren't waging war. They were like burying this hatch, defending, like like literally yeah. at the bottom of the ocean, like as deep yeah. as you can go. <laughs> it's yeah um it's a very it's a very different message it's more of like a a humanitarian focused message um Mm. it it really is to uh like when shin godzilla was about the environmentalist message of godzilla about how like you know by the time we get our shit together we're gonna be done because we we cannot work together as human beings to to deal with these greater threats that are cropping up around us this is Mm. like the that same coin in the other side is the like military industrial complex message of like if we just mm. keep escalating this thing and making it worse and worse it's just going to get madder and bigger and we're going to lose more cities and we're going to lose more people and yeah. like we actually have to be human beings who work together and want each other to survive in order for yeah. this to work which is like again counterintuitive to what the idea of a kamikaze was you know this mm. divine wind sent by the emperor to you know destroy the US fleet um it yeah but with no regard to the men in those planes um mm. yeah so uh, i don't know the messaging is fantastic um yeah and like koichi's doing this because he has pictures of all the men who died on that original island because yes. of his inaction um it has some amazing uh like um historically accurate like airplanes Oh uh, my things god! Things like that yeah, at the end a, here with some experimental craft. Shingen. Yeah, awesome. so good, so good. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, not just the military men being in charge. Uh, eventually, mm. our little cabin boy comes back with a fleet of tugboats to help save the day. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, but again, the end of this film, like the end of most Godzilla films, is um, the just glimmer of it coming back, because mm. that's always there. It It is yeah. a, yeah. Uh, where, where there's men, there are fighting. Like, it is it, a... It's, 
It's that, but it's also very specifically uh, the after. So Godzilla exploded, or you know, he 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 yeah. used the the bo- the breath weapon bomb. Right. Yeah. There's the fallout from that. There's everyone being injured. There's um, Noriko who ends up with like some kind of stigma something the, on her. The, some sort of infection it almost looks like. Really. Yeah. She's got a, a uh, yeah. black tumor-like yeah. mark yeah. On, the, on her So neck. Radiation burns or something. Yeah. 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 And mm. in, in this um, the irradiated Godzilla mm. uh, is basically a living cancer. Yeah. yeah. So oh, yeah, mm-hmm. his God, or Godzilla's cells replicate fast enough to like regenerate completely within like seconds. Mm. Yeah, yeah. He gets like um, half his head blown off, and it just comes. It just back. comes back together. Yeah. Uh, and then Godzilla is obliterated by their 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 decompression tactics. Um, mm. and then we get the, we get the whole like oh Godzilla may just regenerate from like only being a bit of a torso. But yeah. that is the 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 can the thing that you thought was j- like the bomb. It happened. The effects are bad. People died. Mm. But then mm. we can rebuild and move on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except for the potential of this this twenty years later, you know, uh, re- return of or not return, but like development of cancer in like the survivors, mm. like a hidden yeah like yeah death yeah. clock, yeah yeah. Um, and I mean, which it, which it, thankfully also, didn't mm. manifest in the scope that like it was expected to once it was discovered that radiation does that to you. Yeah, it could have been a lot worse. It was it was <laughs> projected to be a lot worse. It still was bad, mm. but it was projected oh, yeah. to be a far far worse um, than what actually happened. But Godzilla's representation is is like manifold in this film. Godzilla is yes. is the bomb, is the potential mm. uh, of science to make something that was bad already or, or you know in inexecrably worse or weaponizing yeah. nature. Yeah. Uh, also is the like the the scaled like the weird kind of keloid scale look of Godzilla mm. is yeah. the representation of like the Hibakusha, the, the survivors that were, were um, burnt, but still alive. Yeah. So the, all of those things, like this is the, like probably the purest distillation of what Godzilla has always represented. And like, it's just in one mm. package. Yeah. It's, it's really, really good. Um, And with, with the, the final sort of chunk of Godzilla slowly regenerating in, in addition to the whole ticking time bomb of cancer, it's got Godzilla is like at its core, always been that sort of nuclear allegory. And even if you bury the hatchet and defeat it peacefully, the, the, the genie's out of the bottle. It's going to, yeah. it's going to come back eventually. Like yeah. we, we, we see that because, you know, when through world war two, we had this period where things were, relatively calm and then the cold war really started kicking off and again it's just feeling godzilla slowly growing back to itself when's yeah. it going to happen is is the bomb going to drop again essentially right 
Well, yeah, the Cold War even has a presence in this film where mm. no aid yeah. can be given to conflict in other countries because, like, the main peacekeeping... I'm putting that in hard quotes. Peacekeeping mm. for, force uh, in the world is like busy with Russia. Well, um, it, it's not even that. It's if if the U.S. sent an entire fleet to Japan, Russia would go. Why is there an entire fleet right next to us? Yeah, 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 yeah. The, yeah, the implied threat of yeah, so, the Cold War was going on. So the Cold War would get you. hot if they did anything. Mm. So that threat, that threat is there. It is. It is. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Man, yeah, it's it's just a really good Godzilla film. <laughs> yeah, it's really it's really fantastic. I it, it's just like um, it's very subtle in a lot of ways. Like there is like mm. you know scream crying and whatever. Like you know you have to have that. But there's yeah, like yeah. subtle things. Like um, I wish I could remember the name of his neighbor who was played oh. brilliantly. Um, yeah. This woman, he comes home and like I said, she's furious at him uh, because mm. he did not give up his life, and because of that, her two children are dead. Yeah. And then, like, within a few days, he has this, like, you know, this girl and this little baby at his house. And she's mm. like, oh, you know, what What are you even doing here? Like, are you the mother? And she's like, no. It's like, well, that kid's going to, this kid's going to starve to death if you feed him, you know, uh, our rations. He can't process that. And then she yeah. gives up, like, her prized white rice to make rice gruel to feed this child. Mm. And. Yeah. Like, even in the in the face of her. Yeah, real and like you know, for for the time, like culturally justified anger at uh, Koichi, you know, not doing his duty. My children are dead because of you. She still steps mm-hmm. up and is sort of like an aunt, basically. Yeah, and even like, to, like adjacent to the, to the family unit. <laughs> yeah, and and it's not said, and she never says that she forgives him, and she like mm. none of this is ever said. Every time she's just introduced, she's just kind of like a little bit warmer, and her house mm. is being rebuilt, and she's a little bit better dressed, and yeah, she seems a little bit more with it and less filled with grief and more filled with like we need to get through this. And by the end of the film, there's like this sort of false, you know, it's it's a red herring narrative of uh, Koichi's going to uh, kamikaze himself into Godzilla. And Noriko mm. at this point is assumed to be dead, and and he leaves uh, uh, Akiko with with her, and mm. he's like, okay, well, you live with her now, and she's like, all right, um, and yeah, yeah, to that point, like he trusts her so much, even though she had had so much resentment for him, like all of that mm. was built with barely saying anything, uh, yeah, and yeah, just really good little things about how humanity even when we're at each other's throats eventually should come together mm. and because at the end it, we're all just community you know it, it's like one of those messages that's yeah yeah very well to see in a way that is not just that doesn't pound you over the head with it mm. um because a lot of a lot there's, of movies like a this little like yeah. some misstep in there at least on part of uh, on koichi's part where he He's stealing himself to do what he thinks is his duty. Mm -hmm. Um, And he doesn't like directly give uh, Akiko to his neighbor. He just puts the little note and the money like next to her where she's Mm. sleeping and she gets up when he's gone because she's like three years old and like was crying and wandering around because she she's been told that her mother is just away working. Yeah. 
Right. Yeah. She doesn't know what's but going also, on. I mean, it's not. She, it's, she, it's not she her has mom. A glimmer, I think. It's her, yeah. Yeah. She's not dumb. And like they, yeah. this little girl, <laughs> like the actress, she's like the little three year old child. Um, mm-hmm. she whatever they did to convince her to cry, she yeah. does in like the because he just turns it on. And yeah, it's really yeah. it's like heart wrenching. She's just bawling, mm-hmm. and yeah. it's 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 I don't know bittersweet because it's cute, mm. but she's like really like the direction and like the framing of everything. Obviously, makes it look like she's just emoting like perfectly. Yeah, it's, it's very yeah. good. Yeah, it's yeah. Fantastic. I mean, you know, kids kids been through a lot. She's a war orphan. And in that scene, a war orphan twice over, as far as she knows. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, parents disappeared when she was literally an infant. And now a few years later, her, her new parents that she's accepted as family also just missing one after the other. What else are you going to do? Walk around and have a cry in the street? I would too. Yeah. <laughs> and that's um, yeah. the that mm. part of it where she's wailing and her, her, her family is gone is another uh, sort of giant monster movie trope where mm. you, it's, it's focusing on like a crying child in the middle of like a everyone fleeing. Yeah. Um, it gives that vibe. Uh, and then yeah. another, another uh, thing about Koichi is he, like everyone accepts that the, like they – I guess it's it's technically it's mistakenly think that he and Noriko are like married in an, an item. Mm. Yeah. Because they they they're they're cohabiting, they, they their whole they're lives are built kind of around each other. Yeah. They're taking care of a child. And he's so tied up in the past mm. and his and, and the, the mm-hmm. ghosts of of the people that he basically watched die. Uh, are are dragging him? Yeah, like he feels responsible for killing. Yeah, yeah. Mm, mm, um, yeah. and it he can't move on from the war. Like the war is still no. just holding him tight. Mm-hmm. And to 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 a de- to such a degree that he while he's going, he's like just basically he's become a ghost himself, going through the motions of like being alive, mm. like at the barest minimum. Like he's doing, he's performing the societal and cultural functions he's He's, supposed to do as like a husband and father and a working man, Mm -hmm. but Mm. it's all surface level. Like it's just lip service. Yeah. Because he's not there. Like he's doing what like a soldier does. yeah, yeah, he's he's, he's, doing, doing, he's compartmentalizing. He's not living. Himself. No. Yeah, he's compartmentalizing. Mm-hmm. I need to do this because this it's my duty to take care of this child. I need to do this because it's my duty to remove these mines. I need to do this because it's my duty to get money to Noriko to have yeah. a house. Well, he, he, you know, he's like yeah. all of these things are because he feels a responsibility to yeah. do them, and not because he actually wants to like live, but because no. he feels well. well he's he's doing though those things as a form of penance yeah 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 yeah. you know he's like i i failed in this one like super critical thing i was supposed to do so i have to make sure that i'm not failing in like my assigned duties now 
but mm. doing so doesn't mean you're like present in doing them. That just means you're doing them. Yeah. Right. And yeah. there's no humanity there. It's just a no, and that's put a wedge between himself yeah. and Noriko, and even like the, the the child and his friends, people that he's right. you know working yeah. with, and because like she's been waiting for him to propose or whatever. Yeah, like yeah, and then at a certain point, so she's any, just anything, like, anything I have to all. still lot. I have to live too. Like I can't just I can't just sit here and mm, wait right. for you. Because that's what she's mm-hmm. been doing, and it's not getting her anywhere. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And he, there's a there's a, there's other brilliant character in here of the uh, the lead mechanic from Odo Island at the very beginning, yeah. Hachibana. Yeah. The only the, other survivor. Um, mm-hmm. He, the only other survivor of the initial attack, um, uh, who blames him directly for it and gives mm-hmm. him the photos of all the other mechanics, uh, that of their family members. Um, mm. on like the boat ride back after after surrender, um, and basically saying you're responsible for this. So when the climax of the film rolls around, um, and there is a plane that is introduced that could do something, you know, mm. the 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 goal is distraction, um, but it needs to be fixed. Um, again, Koichi is like, I need penance here, so I need the mechanic that was supposed to fix my plane, so I could be a kamikaze originally i need him to come fix mm. this plane so i can do it for real this time yeah and yeah. he hunts down tachibana and he uses like you know everybody fucking hates koichi and um <laughs> because of you know what he did and so he like writes letter to tachibana saying that uh what, what was it he he said that it was his fault or something yeah, like that, that like, tachibana, you you failed everyone and it's your fault that everyone died <laughs> He was just using right. it to rile him up. So he, he, find the fact he, that... he tried to go through like yeah. their version of the VA and just couldn't get a hold of him. Yeah. Right. Because Tachibana doesn't want to be found and he doesn't want to deal with it anymore. Yeah. But he, he did his own <laughs> like, I'm going to do on the something else. Everyone hated him so much. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everybody hated him so much. So he sent letters to like everywhere he used to live or every hospital. Yeah, just he was try, in to, just try to get him to read it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And again, another wonderful like arc of everyone around Koichi redeeming him and saying, no, mm. please live. Be alive. Yeah. Take care of this person that you love. Take care of this child. You have something to live for instead of something to die for is what everyone is screaming at this guy. And it, mm. and that's eventually what he learns. But um, even, even Tachibana comes around and um, <laughs> kind of. Well, he at first he's like, yeah, I'm putting a bomb in your plane. You're You're going to do this. But then he's like, wait a minute. No, no, no. There's an ejector seat in this. We never had that option in the original planes because you were not supposed to eject. You were supposed to go down with your plane. But he teaches him. He's like, this is it. Use this. Please use this. Please live. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which. Well, he didn't even put the. Like, so. um, Koichi. Requested. When they're doing the plan and the, he's like telling the doctor, okay, yeah. I can be like a distraction because you need time to like tie up Godzilla. Yeah. And so I, I have to keep Godzilla's attention away from all the boats that are going to be like wrapping him up in the um, uh, Freon solution. Balloons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he, yeah. Um, the doctor's like, yeah, I, I, I know someone that knows someone that we can get a plane for you. 
because everything else has been decommissioned, but we got this mm-hmm. one that was like not ever put into service. Yeah, which is um, true. Right. It's a real yeah. historical yeah. plane. This is the um the Shinden, the rear yeah. wing fighter, which is the coolest looking yeah. plane ever. Oh, yeah. so I want to say it's probably the inspiration totally... for um the Nausicaa's glider. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like Most definitely. Yeah. No, knowing Hayao Miyazaki for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, um, Koichi is like, yeah. Can you guys make this? Is this work? Is this gonna fly? Like, what's going on with this? And like, yeah, we just need to have someone, you know, give it a once over and get it work, uh, airworthy in like the twenty four hours or whatever. They they don't have very long. No. Um. And he's like, okay, I know. A mechanic is like, no, we we can just like we got guys. He's like, no, it has to be this one guy. He's it's like the best, mm. um, because yeah, uh, is it Tachibana? The uh, so mm. yeah. the yeah, yeah. Um, Tachibana is the only person willing <laughs> because Koichi is like, I need you to fill this full of bombs. Yeah, because he couldn't yeah. ask that oh, to yeah, like a regular true. mechanic. Yeah. He, he's the one that's required because right. he's like, no, you're not allowed to die. I'm gonna, you know, uh, use this yeah. to destroy Godzilla. And so he right. got the one dude he knew was fully willing to, like, hey, I'll put mm. bombs in there. Oh, um, absolutely kill him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so that that's what it was. And then uh, that turns into, like, Tajibana. It's a weird, so their relationship is strained but like standoffishly respectful yeah it's but it's tajimana needs to yeah. see so. <laughs> that koichi is serious about this thing that he's doing mm. and yeah. and yeah. repentant and yeah. there's it's 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 not it's not a a easy relationship it's very complicated mm. because they're dealing with like a lot of past things and the deaths of a bunch of other a bunch of people yeah yeah that were directly right. involved with yeah. them so it's not yeah. a it's a case of these are not friends um mm. but they're like begrudgingly working with one another yeah, and yeah. Like I, the, I don't the, get dude feelings from movies very often, but when oh. he's loaded up in the plane and they salute each other like before yeah. it's time to go, I'm just like, oh holy shit! <laughs> yeah, it was just like these guys respect the hell out of each other. Um, yeah, it was yeah. just yeah, yeah. Well, in, in the in Tachibana's case, I, I he sees that, that um, Koichi mm-hmm. is like going to do the thing that he said he was going to do which he should have yeah. done uh in in not right. not yeah. like the actual thing he should have done but that he's going to do the thing he said he's going to do because yeah. he failed it twice mm-hmm. before yeah yeah, yeah. Um, not that yeah. those were either of those things were like the proper thing to do but mm. there's something that he said he was going to do and then didn't do yeah yeah and this is mm-hmm. this yeah. is like his last chance mm. to like re- yeah. to, uh, to redeem himself as a 
a Japanese man. Yeah. Like in this era. Yeah. And, and I mean, yeah. Tachibana always had a little bit of that. Like the, the relationship starts very strained because of the initial Godzilla attack. Yeah. Because but right before states. that, yeah, right, right before that, we get like a few minutes on Odo Island before the attack happens. And Tachibana is actually really sympathetic mm-hmm. to Koichi as a kamikaze who reported technical error and came back to, came back for repairs. But like he's seen this before and he understands and he's not like, he's, he's not pushy about it. He doesn't want to report him or anything like that. And then the initial Godzilla attack happens and the relationship gets very strained. Yeah. But you, you it's that initial, doesn't he say how, something how like first together? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like the, 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 like the, the, the orders are, are aren't going to help. Yeah, mm. it's not it's not going to do any good, even if yeah. you did your duty or something like that. He says something along those lines, like these orders are are useless. They're they're not going to save mm. anything. Like, yeah, he's a realist. He understands what's going on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was it was more the inability to act to save your countrymen rather than the inability to kill someone from another country that got yeah. under Tachibana's skin. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, now he's seeing, yeah, Koichi's grown and gained that determination, and so they're able to begin repairing that relationship, and part of repairing that relationship is, hey, yeah. is how you prime the bomb in your plane, and also, make sure you pull this lever, you've got to live, goddammit. <laughs> Yeah, and that's so. I'm not sending a man to his death ever again. Mm. Yeah, and then when they're doing that scene, uh, it just shows him. He's like, "Here, pull this down here. This this is what primes the bomb." And then Mm. um, it cuts off there, and then it's it's Koichi doing his his flight stuff. And so, like I watching while I was watching the movie, Mm. all I'm thinking was that. Tachibana came to understand like that Koichi is like serious in, in his repentance and he's and he's mm. doing what he thinks is correct. Um yeah. and I thought that he was like, oh, I mean the 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 bomb is impact driven and that lever is like the the eject he's like tricking him to go, oh that'll just eject. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. there is probably mm-hmm. actually yeah. a cut of the film that is that. Like that was probably initial draft or something because, um, mm-hmm. spoiler, he does he does kamikaze the plane directly into Godzilla's face and or mouth, uh, and yeah. the the that is the one bit of the film where the cut feels a little odd because everyone like salutes and it feels very solemn, but you can also all see Koichi with the parachute just sort of finagling his way down, and I feel like there was a cut where. Yeah, that happened, and due to the the smoke or the cloud or something, there was an inability to see Koichi, and everyone's like, "Wow, he gave his life for his country, yada yada." And then he lived. Surprise! He Tachibana tricked him. Um, I think like right. that's weird because I f- or not that's not weird. I feel mm-hmm. that that is a stronger message from Tachibana. In the in in the way of like, here's my mm. token of forgiveness and my trust in you. Yeah, 
but right. I guess yeah. I guess technically I, there's more trust involved the when he yeah. said, "Here's the actual handle." Mm. Uh, you know, yeah. you don't need to die <laughs> for this, but pull the you know fucking bomb. Like, make yeah, sure you yeah. aim it correctly. I don't, I don't want you to die. Um, yeah. yeah, there there were breadcrumbs le- leading to there because Noda Noda is the one who says, um, like, I I don't want this to be an excursion where people die to try to save. Mm. I want this to. I want everyone to live. I promise you will all live. You know, our, there's been enough uh, disregard of human life. And one of the mm. things he mentions is that the kamikaze planes did not have ejector seats. And then when we yeah. see Tachibana working on the plane, there is a lingering cut of him opening the pilot seat, running his hand along something and looking down. And I'm like, oh, this plane has an ejector seat. And I, so when he teaches him German how to prime the bomb, riding. I was like, he's yeah. tricking him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So the line was drawn. Uh, but yeah, the, the fact that he showed him that it was, and, and it was a conscious choice for Koichi to decide to stay alive, mm. um, and not one that was made That's for important. him, I think is super important for the, the message of the film and for the growth of this character towards the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and for Tachibana as well, because yeah, if you look at yeah. it like, oh, he tricked him, that means mm. he doesn't trust him and then he's just yeah. incidentally keeping him alive versus I've told you the thing that will yeah. keep you alive. Mm-hmm. So I have my trust is that you will guide the bomb where it needs to go. Yeah. Yeah. Like right. don't pull that yeah. shit and then like, on whoops, the, the plane page. didn't Absolutely. make it. Yeah. Then then mm. everything's for nothing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. So right, save your yeah. I mean that. I, I think it needs those you little can. nuances, which yeah. is that's why we talk about <laughs> the mm, stuff yeah, to go. Yeah. What's going on? With yeah, this? no. I mean, and that's what, what that's that? what that's what makes this a great film is because like mm. you know, uh, art is never a solved thing. It should be thing something that you constantly are talking about. You know, the, yeah, the, the, yeah. Like Cinema Sins has ruined the way people look at films in this country <laughs> because they think. Art, it, art is a solved thing, and when there are dangling threads, it's a problem. But no, no, there should be things up to interpretation. Like no, this. and these yeah. things are like conscious yeah. decisions. No, it's, like they mystery is what makes the world. You good. don't get the script like this and be like, "Oh wait, that was a whoops." You know, it's like no, this is very carefully like considered. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Everything has a specific meaning, mm. and um, something that it, it just occurred to me because I cast myself back uh, a few weeks and mm. um well <laughs> the, the one surprising thing and i think that everyone was surprised was that this film just like took off like <laughs> everyone I mean, and it's a lot of people yeah. that i don't think are te- yeah you know, godzilla film uh, fans and mm. everyone just went to go watch this mm-hmm. yeah because it's a good I movie. mean like like, like a, a movie with, movie that just has godzilla in it too yeah yeah it's, it's like yeah yeah, I yeah. spent mm-hmm. the first hour after leaving the cinema messaging everyone I thought would have even a sliver of interest and in going, you should go watch this movie. Yeah. Do you like, like, you know, heavy dramas with like pathos and it's a wartime drama? Like, do you like that? This is that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you and like it has some explosions that are um, that. creature feature stuff? Yeah. Do you like Big Lizard? It's also got that. Yeah, it's got the magical realism. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, great. it's it really does. And, yeah, yeah. And so, um, the one the one thing that I did want to mention was that, uh, the few of like my coworkers I was talking to, and mm. they were just talking about the movie just like in general terms, um, and they were saying, "Oh, I don't like understand 
X, Y, Z. Like there's points yeah. and things that people are doing that they don't get because this is specifically um, very Japanese. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like they, they, this yeah, comes with an under mm-hmm. a sure. presupposed notion that the viewer is going to be familiar with like all of the cultural touchstones and the history mm-hmm. and the, the, the social yeah. uh, values um, because there's yeah. a lot that this film's dealing in that's that's not directly on the surface. Yeah, yeah. And so I, you know, I t- I was able to thankfully take the time to go. Okay, yeah, this meant this. This is why that guy did this. Yeah, um, yeah. And but, I mean, or at least like this is probably why you know because I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna be hundred percent because yeah, we're still like digging into it. I wanted to watch it again. Yeah. Um, but I, I do have so the benefit of yeah. like this was like my my minor basically and mm. for my degree. Yeah. So yeah, like I'm got a very familiar <laughs> with like what was going on <laughs> um in this you know part of history. So mm. but at the same time that also and and by virtue of watching like a like a billion uh yeah. Japanese movies. Like I'm just yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm familiar with all this. So yeah. the things that are tropes uh, or just the signifiers, um, I recognize them. And that's makes it difficult in the fact that like when I'm watching this, like, okay, I get it. But then that means I'm assuming that other people are like, oh, I'll talk to them. They're like, okay, wait, why why don't you understand this like that's just a normal thing so you have to like step back a second yeah. okay hang on what what don't you get like, what parts yeah. off for you and then yeah. let's yeah. see if we can figure yeah. out like why yeah but i mean that's good like this is a very japanese film it's made by japanese people about japan of course it's a very japanese film but it's had this incredible success mm-hmm. oh, yeah. overseas and part of that is going to be introducing people to Japanese culture and history because not everyone is super interested in that at a base level. It doesn't consume a lot of Japanese media. And it's it's mm-hmm. incredible how successful it's been. Like it got an extended run in the US. I believe it was meant to leave theaters on December 14th. And I think it's still in them. Or it's it, just like I think now. it wasn't even yeah. just an I, I'm in the middle of nowhere Vermont and it's still showing out here, man. Yeah. Like mm. more cities. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, um, it's doing and, really well. We're just gonna expand yeah. the, yeah. the, the, exactly. the screenings. Yeah. Um they're also doing a black and white cut, which I really, really want to see, but is apparently Japanese theater only for now. Um so when that comes out on Blu-ray, your boy's gonna sit down and watch this movie like another three times. Um, yeah that that reminds me of um i haven't i think it was hard to track down because i missed the window of it being in print but there's a black Mm. and white um johnny mnemonic version that the director was like i really wanted this to be black and white but the producers were not having it so i just did it myself Mm. Um, yeah yeah 20 years later and they went through each scene yeah they went through like like frame by frame to like adjust it just a filter yeah yeah, yeah, and that, that's yeah. what they're doing with this one. Yeah. Apparently, the the director, who is also the head VFX artist, uh, has apparently gone through shot by shot to make sure the composition like really blows up the uh, the visual aspect of it in black and white, which yeah, is very exciting. Yeah, well, I haven't said it yet. But this is a good. beautifully shot film. Oh yes, it's, it's gorgeous. Yeah, 
I love um, seeing the Godzilla use of angles in the daylight. And... <laughs> oh my god, it's so good! It's so good. Godzilla twenty fourteen was fine, but have the, the, the boy was barely in it, and he was always covered by like smoke or fog. And like, no, show Godzilla in broad daylight, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they, and these are these are clear. Um, they're close ups. Mm, uh, yeah. They it's do. Really what, what, it's up. fun because yeah. they kept the rubber wiggle on homage the to the ends, suit, yeah, but mm. not the rest of the body. So mm-hmm. you get a lumbering like walk, like it's a, a suit, yeah. But it also is still uh, horrifying, mm-hmm. like the like the T Rex, yeah, the, just the power that you get from like the T Rex from like Jurassic Park, the first one, yeah. We're like that's yeah. going to mm-hmm. kill you. <laughs> <laughs> but let's talk the actual Godzilla yeah, design. He's got these weird little arms. Incredible. Yeah. yeah. It's so good. And then he like they like show his legs. feet web out like a swimming mm. lizard. Yeah. Yeah. He looks like he swims. It's, his it's legs so are it's this so massive amount of his body because he has to be able to walk. And he's this enormous heavy thing. So it's also again very old suit era Godzilla style as well. They had always had the big thick thighs and the big feet. But it's it's this really perfect like modern take on some of the older Godzilla designs, and the eyes are really forward and always really focal, and it's yeah. freaky to they're look little at. Little beady eyes, mm-hmm. it's yeah, they're, they're little beady eyes, but they're little always beady, yeah, focused straight forwards. He's predatory. Um, <laughs> it just yeah. looks so good. I think I think my favorite scene is where he is chasing the uh, the mine disarming boat, and it's just in the water <laughs> and you just see the top of the head through the surf. It looks so good. It's incredible. It looks so good. Yeah. It looks how <laughs> like my dog looks when he's chasing a tennis ball through the surf. Yeah. The exact same thing. <laughs> what? Swimming with the ball in his mouth and everything. I'm like, Hey, it's chapter up there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got out of the theater and I was immediately, I was like, what? Cause there's a couple underwater, like Godzilla mm. face shots where you're watching Godzilla swim toward mm. the camera. And I'm looking at it. Mm-hmm. This reminds me of something. It's it's all the little viral videos of uh, tigers, yeah, swimming underwater in like a little aquarium, you know, oh, the little yeah. zoo thing. It looks just like yeah. that, where yeah, they're, they're kind of like doofy, the but also they would kill you. Back. Yeah, yeah, because they, they have to squinch yeah. their nose to keep their little <laughs> nose shut from the water. Yeah. And then, like, their eyes are, like, fully right. open, and the mouth is just as wide as it can go. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, you know, if you, like, crazy. just Google, like, yeah. the little videos, they're like, oh, yeah, it's Godzilla. <laughs> it's Godzilla's yeah. little tiger. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's great. Um, mm. And also just the destruction yeah. is great. It's really And it's they're really like, kinetic. well, we have people love, yeah. you know, people love action figures. Mm. So we're gonna make Godzilla mm-hmm. have like deployable and squ- like fins. Oh man, that was <sighs> like so they've done the, the glowing track. charge yeah, before, yeah. but this is the yeah. first time where they like popped up like to to mm. activate, yeah. and then yeah, charge up and then plunge down to fire the beam. It's like the hammer on a gun. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. wild. Like. It, the atomic really, breath, it really is, it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The atomic breath in any Godzilla movie, like, especially over the last few decades, has been like this point of like excitement and hype 
And this one has this really big, intricate build-up because, yeah, it starts on the tail. Like, the tip of the tail, one fin pops out and starts to glow, and then the next, and then the next, all the way up. Yeah, the little hammers are popping. Yeah, and, like, the the sound is growing, and you can already see there's light streaming out of his mouth. And I was sitting there in the cinema getting more and more excited, more and more interested to see what the take would be. Because <laughs> they made and it go like 30 seconds. It goes a long time. It, it takes, it takes a, while a long time. They, they build it up. It you does. get excited. You get interested. And then it punches you in the gut because this is not a laser beam. It's not even like Shin Godzilla where it's like a firestorm. It is a single like fraction of a second pulse and then a literal nuclear bomb goes off in the distance, and it is horrifying. It is like it is like it's literally so an emotional switcheroo. They yeah. they set you up and then hit you with the mm-hmm. with the surprise left hook. It's well, so and, well done. And Godzilla, well, the last one we, we saw was Shin Godzilla. Yeah, I mean, well, Shin Godzilla gets like point somehow. defense lasers, which was pretty. <laughs> yeah. sweet. It's Godzilla so good. I <laughs> fire laser beams out of my my fins. <laughs> yeah. Which was also yeah, really, really so cool. Freaking good, like, man. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's like well, a this is reminiscent of like how re- fuel rods in a reactor go in and out. Um mm, yeah. like to like vent heat or whatever. That, that's what I thought they were going for here. Uh, yeah, that would have been cool if it fired and then they popped well. up to like to steam off. That would be awesome. Oh, that would be so cool. Get Dave on. Yeah. No, but so um yeah, it's that idea of like, oh, you know, you can make a little action figure toy. <laughs> you can you can put that in there too. Um, yeah. But the oh no, what I wanted to say was uh, mm. the 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 beam weapon, the heat ray, only works or as, is um, as effective as it is because Godzilla regenerates himself. Mm. Because when he fires it, 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 it burns himself. his face. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. it's so yeah. powerful. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which you don't get, like, I, mean, in, I don't think in any other guy. I think this is the first time that it's done that. Yeah. I mean, you can also make symbolism motions on that. Like, no one is unharmed yeah, by Yeah, I mean, like, the weapon, the weapon is not... Um, it's not safe to yeah, anyone. Yeah, you can't use a... just aim it. <laughs> no. You know, yeah. It, it affects everything. Is, um, um, just because, yeah. well, the... the, the the yeah. deployment of it uh, changes the tides of war, like uh, all of it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, everything's changed. Yeah, and um, like I mean, literally, it can be used against you. Like that's the whole. <laughs> okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. But like, we it's it's kind of crazy that we had two films this year dealing with nuclear uh, development at the end of the world end of World War Two. One is Godzilla. One is Oppenheimer, and Oppenheimer was fine. It was good. <laughs> Godzilla is much better, and mm-hmm. I think gets across the feeling of horror a lot more, at least for me. Yeah. Um, when when the shock wave goes through, because it's Ginza in the middle of the day, there's like literal crowds and crowds of people, and just the blast yeah. wave is terrifying. Like, um, Ko- Koichi's there. He survives because Noriko shoves him in between two concrete buildings and just disappears in the shockwave immediately. It's, it's awful. Like, it really hits the, uh, the actual horror 
experienced by the Japanese population. Yeah, and like so that that scene right there, mm. um, we're watching in the theater. And it's like, why didn't she just like she can push him? She doesn't mm. weigh a whole lot. It, she would have been more if she just dove into him and pushed yeah. them both into the <laughs> alleyway. Like, yeah, like it was a little like silly. It, oh, and, yeah, and the fact that he found it her was the show of love. Well, yeah. I mean, he. He oh yeah! Took, he went to Ginza crowd. and found her like immediately. He's like, "What? <laughs> I don't. Uh, that's weird." Yeah, like, uh, you're not gonna find someone in like a whole yeah. district like that quickly. No, when there's a mass panic going on, absolutely not. But, but like, you know, it, it's just that part of the film that it's the one part you can kind of forgive because it's happen. like super dramatic yeah. tension. Yeah. Ah, uh, it, it's it's big on the dramatic tension as well because yeah it's like <laughs> one part in... you can forgive in this one with this giant lizard that's <laughs> the size of a skyscraper look, godzilla's very realistic what can i say yeah um, godzilla's real look they, godzilla's godzilla real, was man. worshipped by those islanders for yeah for many many, many generations island, and then we bikini atolled him and he got real mad about it yeah actually yeah, i actually did really like it. that the um the initial godzilla the the quote-unquote young godzilla design looks more realistic to what we know of like creatures in that body plan dinosaur style creatures because it's more like um more like yeah. the 98 godzilla it's like t-rex pose the regular theropod um more horizontal mm-hmm. and yeah. then after being mutated and getting hit with all this radiation it turns more obviously monstrous and not just a big scary animal which is kind of cool yeah yeah what a good movie. That's a really <laughs> good movie. That. It's a really good movie, guys. <laughs> Go watch it more. But yeah. Um, that, like, well, the classic yeah, Godzilla theme kicks in like three times, I think. And it's oh, yeah. every time yeah, it's just like, yet. oh, oh no, oh, it's man. happening. It's happening. Yeah. And yeah. Like, like yeah. when he's got the train and uh, yeah. Noriko's in the train and the theme kicks mm. on, I'm just like, oh no. <laughs> well, it, it, the theme kicks in mostly when it's directly referencing the original Godzilla film. So, like that, that shot where he's holding the train in his mouth is a shot from the original Godzilla. Yeah. This is like, mm-hmm. hey, we're leaning heavily on this because, again, this feels like a modern reimagining sort of. Very, very heavily inspired by take on the original Godzilla. Like, there's a ton of shots that are just straight from that film, but redone with modern technology and this Godzilla design. It's really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. doing all the callbacks. It's so good, <laughs> yeah. and it's weird because it was Godzilla. Yeah. Well, I think it's a uh, Godzilla 1980, mm. which was the other like reboot. Yeah, of Godzilla. Yeah. yeah. But this just this just does so, such a little less known and less popular. Yeah, yeah. Wow, well, it's not the original, so it has to be less less known, less <laughs> popular, unfortunately. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's. I I know we said it before. It's a fantastic film without Godzilla. As a Godzilla film, it is right up there. Like, um, I I feel like I've said this literally everywhere. I've enjoyed the the the, the MonsterVerse, the the Western Godzilla films, for spectacle. Not mm-hmm. for much else. Yeah, like they're, um, they're really yeah Michael Bayified. Like there's they just... are yeah like yeah, like they, the um the yeah. too dark the too much Godzilla. Yeah, the 2014 Godzilla, the Godzilla mm-hmm. bits were great, 
and the initial startup of the film with um Brian Cranston was also really good, and then he died, and then it became two hours of yeah, human characters man. I don't particularly care about, and five minutes of Godzilla, which yeah. was the five minutes of Godzilla like they, were I mean, pretty good. They're leaning so much into the monster verse mm. and wanting to do all these other films, like these franchise starters. Yeah, that when you they want, watch they want it, to marvelize it. Yeah, that well, mm. there, yeah, there's not. There's not enough about the human the, the messages. I don't I don't feel like there's a through line of here's a message we're trying to tell. It's just more like, oh, here's some drama, right. here's big monsters fighting. Uh, let them fight. I mean, it's like, okay, yeah. I, well, I enjoy they, they them. They're popcorn movies. That they did. But yeah. this is like hammering home a hard top. Like this is not. Yeah, it's yeah. not tech, I mean, yeah. in those movies, they did the dumb thing. Watch. If you're looking, it's it's taking an unflinching look at like what was going on. I will say, there right. it's weirdly bloodless. There's a lot of times when people have yeah. bandages on and there there's there's no like they're very clean. And yes, you would replace your bandages and things, but it's like mm-hmm. it's antiseptic in a way that felt like it was toned down. Yeah, well, it didn't necessarily need to be there. Like, we don't need piles of bodies and stuff like that. No, like, no, but I mean, but like when people were injured, like, you don't like you get a but, sense of, like, oh, they just yeah. stepped out of the makeup department. Like, it's not even, Yep. I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I wish it had gone like a, a little like harder on that. Point. Yeah. But, but at the same, right. oh, that, um, right. I did remember discussing with Jala specifically that I did think, that when they showed because it's it's the people that are bandaged are um koichi and noriko and they have like head and neck bandages i think respectively and they're swaths Mm -hmm. of 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 gauze but they're like pristine white which in japan is the color of death death yeah so they're yeah it could be just him figuring things out yeah yeah and it's like he's hurt because he gets hit in the head and he's bandaged but he's been basically like a walking dead man for like Mm -hmm. most of the movie yeah for sure and he takes the bandage off and then Mm -hmm. does his his kamikaze mission like that he's gonna go to he's he set himself and now he's gonna go do the thing and yeah, I don't think he was wearing the bandage at that point. I'd have to go back and watch it now. Yeah, but I feel no. like he's not. Yeah, I don't think, he, I don't think he was. No. Yeah. So then again, like, he's the he's fact alive that we're talking about more. Koichi's journey. Yeah, the fact that we're talking about Koichi's journey really shows how this film like deviates from like you guys are talking about the the 2014 one. Yeah, which I think is the downfall of a lot of the Western Godzillas is it has people in it because you have to you can't just be about the monster you well, i mean you can but like um it has the people in it but they're interesting and have like fully like arcs and lives and things to talk about and whatever and in those 2014 ones like they're it, it feels like the transformers films where you want to watch optimus prime the entire time but i have to watch shia labeouf for some stupid reason <laughs> like <laughs> yeah it, it had that same kind of feeling uh that like uh, uh, these people are just incidental, and Godzilla is there. Uh, mm. But in this film, the people are what's important, and Godzilla yeah. is there, 
but like it is it is the journey of the people that is more important than anything else here like mm. it, it 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 really underlines it with how much detail and care and character growth and time that is spent with with these people versus just mm. like the the destruction scenes and stuff because they're you know there's relatively few and they're kind of short but yeah. they're super memorable and they do exactly what they need to do mm. yeah just yeah, yeah that's a, it, what a good movie. it's impactful we just keep saying it but that serves the narrative yeah yeah well it's it's a hist uh, i think yeah you don't get this bored is couch, couched in um historical it's not really revision it's historical um re re recontext contextualizing like what was going on right um or or like Mm -hmm. or or using another format to deal with what was going on that's probably a better Mm. um, frame of it whereas the monsterverse films end up being like nihilistic and um the 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 whole villain plot is, oh, uh, humanity is a is the cancer on Earth, and we have to reset it. And the things that reset the the imbalance are the monsters. They pop up when there's uh, something wrong, and nature's being harmed. And that's right now that's people. So we just need to wipe people out. Mm. It's like that. Um, like I understand why they're doing that, but that also makes it like less interesting because then are it's just a monster we're just rooting for the monsters now? Like what what are we doing with this? Like why is it that way? Whereas this mm. is specifically here's trauma that was yeah. happening and this is like a trauma cope. Yeah. And then showing other newer or not newer, but the current generations, like, hey, a lot of the people that like went through this, they're like no longer around. Like, mm. most people are dead that have done this and yeah uh or they're like the ones in power and so we don't want this kind of thing to repeat so here's a cautionary tale of like when you let mm. this kind of thing happen uh or i guess it doesn't happen by itself you have to like buy into it mm. and then if you didn't buy all the way into it what does that mean like where does that leave you because everyone else did too and mm-hmm. it ended up poorly, so we need to look at why that happened and like not do that. Yeah. And there's just a lot of dealing with like survivor's guilt. Like <laughs> that's that's a huge part of it. And just under like coping with trauma, yeah. like generational trauma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, it's um the the film's message of like living and healing really feels like it's something that happens because we're 70 years on like 80 years on almost from the end of world war two. It's, it's exactly that generational Mm -hmm. gap. We've had time to heal these wounds of the past and sort of, you know, look to the future. We're looking at the future we've gotten from people with that mindset back then, you know, Japan's, flourishing it's doing very well um we somehow haven't nuked each other into oblivion it's got that hopeful tone to it ow cat just bit me again stop yeah i'm recording (laughs) (laughs) but but these things are still close to some wars will never never be cold yeah Mm, yeah this one not yeah 
<laughs> we have things like so in the end of the film, um, even if there aren't mm. any other like sequels, yeah, um, which that would be silly. But uh, <laughs> supposing that there wasn't a sequel and this was a standalone thing and that was just it, and then any other Godzilla movies are just doing their own stuff like they usually do. Yeah, uh, if there's no mm-hmm. continuity and then this is its own thing, uh, at the end we have the the nuclear bomb like the threat of that like returning yeah so for japan you only have to go back like 10 years and go oh here's like the fukushima disaster and Mm. yes we've 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 used science we've harnessed nuclear energy and we were using in a in a peaceful way to to provide energy for our country and it's still endangering us like Mm. still like that's not cleaned up yeah yeah. So that, that yeah. those are very like relevant and current in like even the minds of like younger generation. Like that's that's a thing yeah. they have to deal with because Japan's mm-hmm. not a large country. Yeah, yeah. Um the the director has actually talked about the ending. Um this Takashi Yamazaki, I don't know if you've mentioned his name before. Um so he he ended it with that little hook of Godzilla slowly regenerating specifically because quote, I think it's more cinematic if it doesn't end neatly and properly. It's not just so a sequel could be made. It's also so the characters are kept alive in the hearts of the audience, which is nice, but also, yeah, make, make more Godzilla minus one. Give us Godzilla minus two. Yeah, seriously. Well, they can the, the (laughs) sequel to Shin Godzilla. So I gotta go somewhere from here. That's now, okay with, because with they came out with Shin Ultraman and Shin Kamen Rider. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's <laughs> which were both pretty Kamen good. Kamen Rider, man. Yeah, yeah. Now with yeah, Godzilla minus two, because yeah, yeah. Godzilla minus one, I don't know why it's called that. Part of me is like, is it because it's the step before the original Godzilla chronologically? So would Godzilla minus two be yeah, the step before this film and be like Godzilla, but it's Odo Island in like the early eighteen hundreds or something? Like when when the little T Rex yeah. and Godzilla first showed up. I mean, I would totally want get... a, a period piece. Like I would, I would be into that. Like Jedi yeah, like sure. this, the samurai have to battle Godzilla yeah. in in, in <laughs> right before Meiji era Japan. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I, want, I want to see the Shogun tackle this. This this that would be fantastic. Um, <laughs> I want to see a, a Mecha Godzilla minus one. Where Ooh. Godzilla is so out of control that it's like before, like we build, like you know, uh, our mutually assured destruction, and having to deal with that, and like mm. sitting on this weapon that is equally as powerful and equally as destructive. I think, I think there's a lot that could be mined out of that. Yeah, yeah. that would be good, actually. We we still never. I I watched all three of the um, it's like Godzilla. What are they called? I don't know why I can't think of them. They're the CG, three CG movies. Um, it's like Godzilla Universe or something. Oh, I don't even know about these. Oh, mm-hmm. they're they're all right. The first one's really good. The second one's doing something different, and the third one I think it ends on an okay note. They're they're not bad. I I enjoyed them. Planet of the Monsters, I think something mm. like that. Yeah, yeah. Godzilla, Planet of the Monsters. Yep, yep, yep. It's on Netflix. Um, those are All fun, right. and they're like an hour and a half or so a piece. Okay, but it's one story. It's like basically just one big movie. 
Um, that, and then I need to, like, I, I wouldn't mind covering those. Those are, I, I meant mm. to when they came out, and I think, I don't oh, know what happened. Look how actually. chunky he is in this. Gosh, he's, he's, he's chunky, and he's huge. Like, really, really big. He's huge. Yeah. He's, like, he's, he's world-destroying yeah, like, like world power. It, because, it, yeah. in the, it's not Dang. a spoiler, in the beginning, he destroys Earth. Like, he's yeah. very big. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Big boy. It's good. It's it's a, oh, it's a, believe, it's a super sci-fi. Like, hard, or not mm. hard sci-fi, like soft sci-fi stuff. Um, but there's also right. the... Uh, what is it called? It's the Godzilla... It's a weird anime one. Mm. My, my brain doesn't <laughs> want me to... I was just looking at that image. ...know what it's called. Uh, uh, oh, if I if I could speak Japanese, I could tell you because it's right in front of me. But, um, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. I can't think of what it's called. Anyway, um, that series is real weird, uh, and it's 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 leaning on like science in a different way. It's dealing with like multi-dimensional Godzilla stuff. It's it's mm. is weird. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And that's yeah. another one that I meant I to mean, like get into. Godzilla is an amazing thing. Yeah. There's so yeah. much going on. Because it started so mm. started so serious. And then of course, like, you know, it it it's got the hey cool robot problem of like, oh, mm. we just want to see more of this lizard doing stuff. And so they're like, okay, cool, here are some guys for him to fight. And, uh, you know, and then it just became like this crazy monster verse that kind of lost the plot of what the original was about, of course. Um, Mm. And now that we're seeing it kind of just come back around the corner and it's just like, you know, back to back to the roots, back to like this, like good storytelling and also big monster as a metaphor. (laughs) It's it's pretty cool to see it all come full circle like this, because when mm. I was a kid, like it was every weekend, um, go get a VHS of whatever Godzilla movie that the rental store had, and that that was my whole weekend. Um, yeah. So I watched all of the like later era, just absolute trash tier Godzillas, yeah. and I loved all of them. <laughs> uh, uh, it's uh, really cool the point is the um, animated one. Singular point. Mm. All right. Cool. Um, yeah, it's, it's super strange. I, I didn't. I didn't I get. I think a we talked about Godzilla, you guys. Most of it, but yeah, mm-hmm. we've done it before. We our first uh, year was <laughs> a mm. lot of Godzilla. Yeah. Was that? Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that when the 2014 Godzilla came out? No. Huh? No. 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 I no. We watched. Um, How long we know Kong. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh yeah. Uh then we just watched like a bunch of the like Godzilla Godzilla vs. Kong, like the original. Mm, like nineteen sixty three or something. The good stuff. Yeah. Then we watched a couple of those just like yeah. old, old bonkers ones, and it was great because all the little miniatures and <laughs> it's just like okay. <laughs> just <laughs> all the practical effects mm-hmm. is so good. Yeah. Um yep. 
the Just like scratching the cells to make his his breath weapon and stuff. I, yeah, all, all um, of that stuff. So good. Yeah, what was it, it, that reminded me of the thing I was going to mention, and then oh, um, yes. So if this is this is for listeners, but also for Matthew, um, mm. <laughs> if you want to watch a movie. I, that deals specifically with like this time period and like the fallout right after the war. Um, sure. I would check love out uh, stray dog. It's a, a Kurosawa film and it's, okay. it was, I think it came out mm-hmm. in 1949. So it's, it was made right after this, like right after mm. the war. Right. Um, it, it deals specifically right, to, uh, the plot is a police detective loses his gun, which you can't do. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he has to go try to yeah, find it, but he's like going to like the little shanty towns and stuff. It's, it's really good. Mm. So it's right. like a I've heard of this film. I have not seen it. Yeah. So yeah, I, I check that. I will out. definitely check it out. Yeah. Well, worth right. watching. Amazing. Good wreck. Yeah. There's yeah, a whole well, bunch of those that all well worth watching, outside but, of yeah. the podcast. I'll put some more recommendations mm. um yeah uh nice. that's probably cool. it so so send us home matthew <laughs> yeah sure putting buttons on our big lizard boy um <laughs> uh this is our last podcast of the year correct yes yep. yeah yep so um it's been a fun year uh thanks everybody for listening um we know you're out there. Uh, if you want to find us, uh, you can find us at monsterdeer.monster uh, on on the internet. Uh, you can find all of us individually on Blue Sky. Um, if you uh, you probably know all of our handles by now, and if you are a listener, because I have now seen the numbers, um, <laughs> I am calling you to action to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Because Dave is sad we have no reviews right now. Um, mm. And I just, I just got to cheer him up, you guys. If we all yeah. clap hard enough, yeah. he'll, he'll come back to life. You got to believe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's it. Um, unless you guys have any other business or would like to plug anything, I, I'm gonna call it. Yeah, I think that's um, it. Good. Yeah, enjoy yourselves. Have a have great, a great New Year. Enjoy Christmas if that's what you're doing. Don't forget enjoy your Hanukkah if That's what you've been doing. Um, yeah, have a good time. Chill. Enjoy the end of <laughs> end of another year. Yeah. <laughs> bye bye, folks. Bye. Another year. Yep. Good night. Monster Dear Monster is brought to you by Fireheart Media. If you enjoyed the show, please share this and all of our episodes with friends. And remember to rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice. Word of mouth is the only way we grow. If you like you can also kick us a few bucks to help us keep the lights on at ko-fi.com slash fireheartmedia. Check out our other show, Jalachan's Place, at www.jalachan.place.